الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد Today our topic is regarding the Jum'ah prayer. What are the rulings about the Jum'ah prayer? What are the different hadith that are mentioned in the Sunnah regarding the Jum'ah prayer? As Shaykh Al-Fawzan, Hafizahullah Ta'ala begins by saying, in this chapter, Bab Fi Ahkami Salat Al-Jum'ah, the chapter regarding the rulings about the Jum'ah prayer. He says, Summiyat bithalika lijam'iha al-khalq al-kathir. Jum'ah is known as Jum'ah. Why? Why do we call the Friday prayer the Jum'ah prayer? What does Jum'ah mean in Arabic? It means congregating, coming together, collecting, gathering. So on Fridays, what happens? Everybody comes, congregates and gathers. Many people, they come together on the Friday. So it is a large gathering, a large congregation. Hence, it is known as Jumu'ah. وَيَوْمُهَا أَفْضَلُ أَيَّامِ الْأُسْبُوعِ And the day of Friday is the best day of the week. فَفِي الصَّحِحَيْنِ وَغَيْرِهِمَا مِنْ أَفْضَلِ أَيَّامِكُمْ يَوْمَ الْجُمْعَةِ It is mentioned in Al-Bukhari and in Muslim and other books. That the best of your days is the day of Friday. The best of your days is the day of Friday. And the Prophet said also, نَحْنُ الْآخَرُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ وَالْآخِرُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ That we are the last and the first. السَّابِقُونَ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ The ones who come first on the day of judgment. بيد أنهم أوتوا الكتاب من قبلنا ثم هذا يومهم الذي فرض الله عليهم فاختلفوا فيه فهدان الله له والناس لنا فيه تبع There were others who were given the book before us Who were the ones who were given the book before us? Who was given revelation before us? The Christians, the Jews, they were given revelation before us. But they differed and they separated and they split. And so Allah guided us to this day. And this day became for us and all the others follow us in this day. So the Muslims have Friday, 
and then on Saturday is the Jews, and then Sunday is the Christians. In one other narration, in Sahih Muslim, it says, that Allah redirected away from Jum'ah those who were before us. They were taken away from Jum'ah. So the Jews, they had Saturday. And the Christians had Sunday. Then Allah came with us, the Ummah of Muhammad And Allah guided us to this Friday. Shara'a ishtima' al-Muslimina fihi litanbihihim ala idham ni'matillahi alayhim. The gathering of the Muslims has been prescribed for Fridays. The gathering of the Muslims has been prescribed upon Fridays in order for us to become aware and to realize and recognize and see the great blessing of Allah upon us. And on Fridays the khutbah is legislated. To remind us of the great blessings of Allah upon us. And to encourage us to thank Allah. When you listen to the khutbah, it reminds you of the blessings of Allah upon you. And it reminds you to be grateful and to thank Allah. وَشُرِعَتْ فِيهِ صَلَاةُ الْجُمْعَةِ فِي وَسَطِ النَّهَارِ لِيَتِمَّ الْاجْتِمَاعِ فِي مَسْجِدٍ وَاحِدٍ And also the Jum'ah prayer has been legislated in the middle of the day, Zuhr time normally, so that all of the people, they gather in that one mosque. And that's why in certain places, like Saudi Arabia, you have many mosques very close by to each other. But on Friday... Only the big one in that area will do the Jum'ah. So all of the other areas, the people, they come to that central big mosque. All the other small ones, they won't do Jum'ah. Just the big one in that area will do the Jum'ah, so everybody congregates together. Whereas the rest of the normal prayers, they can do in their local mosque, in their one which is closer. But for Jum'ah, they do it in the big one, everybody comes and congregates. وَأَمَرَ اللَّهُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ بِحُضُورِ ذَلِكَ الْاجْتِمَاعِ وَاسْتِمَاعَ الْخُطْبَةِ وَإِقَامَةِ تِلْكَ الصَّلَةِ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered us to unite and to congregate for that gathering, the Jum'ah, and to listen to the khutbah and to establish the Jum'ah prayer. قَالَ تَعَالَى يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِذَا نُودِيَ لِلصَّلَاةِ مِنْ يَوْمِ الْجُمُعَةِ فَسَعَوْا إِلَى ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَذَرُوا الْبَيْعِ ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ In this ayah it talks about the Friday prayer. O oh, you who believe when the call to the prayer is made on Jum'ah, 
then hasten towards it and leave your buying and selling and trade and those things. Hasten to the Jumu'ah prayer when the call is made for it. Ayah in the Quran. Qala ibn al-Qayyim kana min hadi al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ta'zim hadha al-yawm wa tashrifihi wa takhsisihi bi'ibadat yakhtassu biha an ghayri. This day of Friday, it was from the guidance of the Prophet ﷺ to recognize the greatness of this day of Friday and to do certain acts of worship on this day that were not done on other days. And the scholars have differed. هَلْ هُوَ أَفْضَلْ أَمْ يَوْمْ is Fridays better or the day of Arafah? Which one is superior? Fridays or the day of Arafah? Which one is more virtuous? And the scholars, they have a difference of opinion about it. Some scholars believe Jum'ah is superior. The virtues of the day of Friday are more. And others, they say, no, the virtues of the day of Arafah are more. Wa, and then Ibn, Qayy, Ibn Qayyim says, Sami'tu Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah yaqul, I heard Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah say, Innama kana al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqra'u hatayni suratayn, alif la mim tanzeel an hal ata'ala al-insan, fi fajr al-jum'ah, li annahuma tadammanata ma kana yakunu fi yawmiha. فَإِنَّهُمَ اشْتَمَلَتَا عَلَىٰ خَلْقِ آدَمْ وَعَلَىٰ ذِكْرِ الْمَعَادِ وَحَشْرِ الْعِبَادِ وَذَلِكَ يَكُونُ يَوْمَ الْجُمْعَةِ So on Fridays in the Fajr prayer, Alif Lam Mim Tanzeel and Hal Ata Ala Al-Insan. These two used to be read. Why? Ibn Al-Qayyim mentions that Shaykh Al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah said because those surahs include within them mentioning about how Adam السلام, was created mentioning about your resurrection and hereafter, mentioning about the hereafter itself, and all of those things happen on a Friday. The creation of Adam was on a Friday, the Day of Judgment will be on a Friday. All of these things occur on a Friday, so perhaps that is why these two surahs are recited in the Fajr prayer on Fridays. So reciting them reminds everybody, reminds everybody about those affairs. وَمِنْ خَصَائِسِ يَوْمِ الْجُمْعَةِ From the specific things that are related to the day of Friday also. استحباب كثرة الصلاة على النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فيه وفي ليلته. لقوله صلى الله عليه وسلم أكثروا من الصلاة علي يوم الجمعة وليلة الجمعة. رواه البيهقي. It is recommended to do plentiful prayers upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, salatu wassalam, upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on Fridays and the night of Friday. The night of Friday like we call it Thursday night. The night before Friday. The night before Friday and Friday itself to do plentiful 
As-salatu wassalam upon the messenger of Allah. And there is a narration about that. وَمِنْ أَعْظَمِ خَصَائِسِ يَوْمِ الْجُمْعَةِ صَلَاةُ الْجُمْعَةِ الَّتِي هِيَ مِنْ آكَدْ فُرُوضِ الْإِسْلَامِ وَمِنْ أَعْظَمِ مَجَامِعِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ From the greatest of the particulars and the specifics of the Friday is the Jum'ah prayer, of course. The Jum'ah prayer, of course, which is one of the greatest gatherings of the Muslims every Friday when they gather together. مَنْ تَرَكَهَا تَهَامُنًا بِهَا طَبَعَ اللَّهُ عَلَى قَلْبِهِ There are narrations that whoever misses Jum'ah out of laziness, out of slackness, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seals that person's heart. Allah seals your heart. The one who abandons the Jum'ah prayer out of laziness. Allah seals the heart of those people. وَمِنْ خَصَائِسِ يَوْمِ الْجُمْعَةِ الْأَمْرِ بِالْإِغْتِسَالِ فِيهِ وَهُوَ سُنَّ مَأَكَّدَةِ وَمِنَ الْعُلَمَاءِ مَنْ يُوْجِبُهُ مُطْلَقًا وَمِنْهُمْ يُوْجِبُهُ فِي حَقِّ مَنْ بِهِ رَائِحَ يَحْتَاجُ إِلَى إِزَالَتِهَا Also on Fridays, what is something which has been legislated to make the ghusl? It is legislated to make the ghusl on Fridays. Before coming to the Jum'ah prayer, to make the ghusl before coming. Many of the scholars, they say, it is sunnah mu'akkada, something you should really do, and you shouldn't miss. But it's not an obligation. Other scholars, they say, actually, it is an obligation. And some of them say, it's only an obligation if you have some smell to you, and you must purify yourself from that. So, making the ghusl is something highly recommended at the minimum before coming to the Jum'ah prayer. وَمِنْ خَصَائِسِ يَوْمِ الْجُمْعَةِ اسْتِحْبَابَ التَّطَيُّبْ فِيهِ Also, something highly recommended on Jum'ah is that you, for the men, fragrance yourself before coming to the masjid. That you put some fragrance on yourself before coming to the masjid. Some tib, some atar, some misk. You put something on to make your smell nice before coming to the mosque for the men. وَهُوَ أَفْضَلُ مِنَ التَّطَيُّبْ فِي غَيْرِهِ مِنْ أَيَّامِ الْأُسْبُوعِ And doing it on a Friday is better. That's the day when you really should. The rest of the day is good too. But Friday to fragrance yourself for the men before coming to the masjid, etc. For Jum'ah, that is something very recommended also. More than the other days. وَمِنْ خَصَائِسِ هَذَا الْيَوْمِ Also from the special things about this day. اِسْتِحْبَابَ التَّبْكِيرِ لِلذَّهَابِ إِلَى الْمَسْجِدِ لِصَلَاةِ الْجُمْعَةِ To be early for the Jum'ah prayer. You should come to the masjid for the Jum'ah prayer early. Don't come late. Don't come after the khutbah has begun. Come early for the Jum'ah prayer. Even before the khutbah is going to start. 20 minutes, half an hour, one hour before the khutbah is going to start. Come. وَلِشْتِغَالْ بِالصَّلَاةِ النَّافِلَةِ وَالذِّكْرِ وَالْقِرَاءَ حَتَّى يَخْرُجَ الْإِمَامِ لِلْخُطْبَةِ And when you come early, what can you do? Of course you can sit down and read the Qur'an, etc. But you're also allowed to pray nawafil. 
pray two, give salam, pray another two, give salam. Keep praying nawafil in twos. You're allowed to carry on praying nawafil prayer in twos until the imam arrives. When the imam arrives, then stop. But if you come early before the imam, you can pray in nafil two, 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 like that until the imam comes. When the imam does come and the khutbah begins, then it is obligatory to listen silently. It is not allowed to talk during the khutbah at all. You must listen silently when the khutbah is going on. وَوُجُوبْ الْإِنصَاتِ لِلْخُطْبَةِ إِذَا سَمِعَهَا فَإِنْ لَمْ يَنْصُتْ لِلْخُطْبَةِ كَانَ لَاغِيًا وَمَنْ لَغَى فَلَا جُمْعَةَ لَهِ وتحريم الكلام وقت الخطبة ففي المسند مرفوعا والذي يقول لصاحبه أنصت فلا جمع له So when you're listening to the khutbah you have to be absolutely silent You are not allowed to talk You are not allowed to talk Even if you hear somebody talking you're not allowed to talk to them and say be quiet Just stay quiet you have to just stay quiet during the khutbah and don't talk to your friends, nothing. It's not allowed. No talking. No talking when the khutbah is going on. Also, min khasa'isi yawmi al-jum'ah qira'at surat al-kahf fi yawmiha. To recite surat al-kahf. That is also something mentioned about yawm al-jum'ah. فَقَدْ ثَبَتَ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمَ مَنْ قَرَأَ سُورَةَ الْكَهْفِ يوم الجمعة سطع له وسطع له نور من تحت قدمه إلى عنان السماء يضيء به يوم القيامة وغفر لهما غفر لهما بين الجمعتين. Whoever recites Surah Al-Kahf on Friday, then a light is given to him from under his feet up until the skies, and that is a light for him on the day of judgment. And he will have forgiven for him what comes in between Jum'ah to Jum'ah. So this is a great reward for the one who recites Surah Al-Kahf on a Friday. Also, وَمِنْ خَصَائِسْ يَوْمِ الْجُمْعَةِ From the special things about Friday. أَنَّ فِيهِ سَاعَةَ الْإِجَابَةِ there is a time during Fridays where your du'as are answered. A time during Fridays where your du'as are answered. In the hadith in Al-Bukhari and Muslim of Abu Hurairah, radiyallahu anhu, that the Prophet said, Inna fil jum'ati, or inna, na'am, inna fil jum'ati, la sa'a, لا يوافقها عبد مسلم وهو قائم يصلي يسأل الله شيئا إلا أعطاه إياه. In the hadith it mentions that there is a time on Fridays. There is a certain time on Fridays. During that time, if a Muslim is praying, making dua to Allah, if he makes it in that particular time on a Friday, then his dua will be answered. There is a time on Fridays, a particular period.
period of time when your dua is answered on Fridays. So you should make dua on Fridays and strive in that on Fridays. Also from the special things on a Friday is the actual khutbah during the Jum'ah prayer. وَمِنْ خَصَائِسِ يَوْمِ الْجُمْعَةِ أَنَّ فِيهِ الْخُطْبَةِ الَّتِي يُقْصَدْ بِهَا الثَّنَاءُ عَلَى اللَّهِ وَتَمْجِيدُهُ وَالشَّهَادَةُ لَهُ بِالْوَحْدَانِيَّةِ وَلِرَسُولِهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ وَسَلَّمَ بِالرِّسَالَةِ وَتَذْكِيرِ الْعِبَادِ So there is the khutbah which happens on Fridays. In that khutbah, praising of Allah occurs. The glorification of Allah occurs and to testify to the oneness of Allah occurs and to testify to the messengership of Muhammad occurs. So there is a great encouragement and reminder for the people in the Jum'ah Khutbah. وَخَصَائِسُ هَذَا الْيَوْمْ كَثِيرًا ذَكَرَهَا الْإِمَامُ بْنِ قَيِّمْ فِي كِتَابِهِ زَادُ الْمَعَادِ فَأَوْصَلَهَا إِلَى ثَلَاثٍ وَثَلَاثِينَ وَمِئَةٍ in the book Zadul Ma'ad of Ibn Qayyim, Rahimallah Ta'ala, he mentioned 133 benefits or virtues of the day of Friday. 133 virtues of the day of Friday. Ibn Qayyim in his book Provisions of the Hereafter, Zadul Ma'ad. Despite all of these virtues on the Friday, يَتَسَاهَلُ كَثِيرٌ مِّنَ النَّاسِ Many people are slack when it comes to Fridays. Many people are slack when it comes to Fridays. فَلَا يَكُونُ لَهُ مَزِيَّ عِنْدَهُمْ عَلَى غَيْرِهِ مِنَ الْأَيَّامِ And many people don't give any distinction to Fridays compared to the rest of the days of the week. They don't realize how distinct Fridays is compared to the rest of the days of the week. They don't give it any distinction over the remainder of the days. And some people even end up making Fridays a day of laziness. End of the week as they say and they are lazy and they don't really care. And others, they waste it playing around and in uselessness without any remembrance of Allah. The Shaykh says on Fridays you notice less people at Fajr prayer, particularly in the Arab countries when that's a weekend. He says less people end up coming to the prayer even they're relaxing and being lazy on the weekend. And that's not good. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah said, وَالْأَوْلَى لِمَنْ جَاءَ إِلَى الْجُمْعَةِ أَنْ يَشْتَغِلَ بِالصَّلَاةِ حَتَّى يَخْرُجَ الْإِمَامِ A person who comes on a Friday early, then he should pray nafal. He should pray nafal until the imam arrives. And it's mentioned in an authentic narration 
thumma yusalli ma kutiba lahu that a person prays however much has been decreed for him bal alfaazuhu sallallahu alayhi wasallam fiha at-targhib fi as-salati idha qadima ar-rajul al-masjid yawm al-jum'ah min ghayri tawqeet wa huwa al-ma'thur 'an as-sahaba kanu idha ataw al-masjid yawm al-jum'ah yusalluna min hin yadkhuluna ma tayassar fa minhum man yusalli 10 Sahaba, when they used to come to Jum'ah on Friday, if they came early before the Imam, they would be praying raka'at. Two, 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 two. They'd be praying in twos. Two raka'at, then two more, then two more, then two more. They would pray. Some of them would end up praying 12 raka'at before the Imam came. Some of them 10, 8. Different numbers. وَلِهَذَا كَانَ جَمَاهِيرُ الْأَئِمَّ مُتَّفِقِينَ عَلَىٰ أَنَّهُ لَيْسَ قَبْلَ الْجُمْعَةِ سُنَّ مُؤَقَّتَ بِوَقْتِ مُقَدَّرَ بِعَدِدِ والصلاة قبل الجمعة حسنة وليست بسنة راتبة وإن فعل أو ترك لم ينكر عليه وهذا أعدل الأقوال وحينئذ فقد يكون الترك أفضل إذا اعتقد الجهال أنها سنة راتبة If people start to believe that this is some type of sunnah راتبة linked to the Jum'ah then it's better not to do it because it's not linked to the Jum'ah. This is just Nafal prayer. When you come to the mosque early before the Khatib, then you can just pray general Nafal prayer in twos. It's not the Sunnah of Jum'ah. It's not the Ratib of Jum'ah. The Ratibah of Jum'ah or the Sunnah of Jum'ah. It's not that. It's just a general Nafal prayer you can pray in twos before the Khatib arrives. Wal-Ahaqiyya. الأحقية في المكان في المسجد للسابق بالحضور بنفسه وأما ما يفعل الناس من حجز مكان في المسجد توضع فيه سجادة أو عصا أو نعلان ويتأخر هو عن الحضور ويحرم المتقدم من ذلك المكان فإن ذلك عمل غير سائغ بل صرح بعض العلماء أن لمن أتى المسجد رفع ما وضع رفع ما وضع في ذلك المكان والصلاة فيه لأن السابق يستحق الصلاة في الصف الأول ولأن وضع الحما للمكان في المسجد دون حضور من الشخص اغتصاب للمكان It's not allowed to reserve your places for Jum'ah If you come to the mosque early and you get that place then it's yours But you can't reserve a place You can't come at Fajr Pray Fajr and leave your bag down the first row. You're going to come at Jum'ah time on Friday and get your place in the first row. You can't reserve like that. On Jum'ah, whoever comes early, whoever comes first to the mosque, they get the places. The ones who come early and they attend, they are the ones who get the places. Not coming some other time and reserving it and going away again and coming back later. Whoever comes early, arrives, they get the right to the first row. Sometimes people they come and put things down to reserve their places, that's not something suitable. The Shaykh says that is not something suitable, reserving the places like that. Whoever comes first, they come and take the place, that's it. You don't just come and reserve it and go and then come an hour later. وَمِنْ أَحْكَامِ الْجُمْعَةِ أَنَّ مَنْ دَخَلَ الْمَسْجِدَ وَالْإِمَامِ يَخْطُبْ لَمْ يَجْلِسْ حَتَّى يُسَلِّي رَكَعَتَيْنِ وَيُوْجِزْ فِيهِمَا If you walk into the mosque on Friday, and the Imam or imagine you walk in and the adhan is happening. You walk into the mosque on a Friday and the adhan is happening. What are you supposed to do? 
Pray your tahiyyatul masjid immediately. And you're supposed to make it short. Pray tahiyyatul masjid immediately and make it short. What if you walk into the mosque for any other prayer of the week and the adhan is going on? Then you wait and repeat after the mu'addin. But on Jumu'ah, because you need to listen to the khutbah, you can't wait. You got to pray whilst the adhan is going on. So that you can be finished and ready to listen to the full khutbah. And if you walk in and the khutbah is already happening, then you got to pray again, but make it short. Pray again and make your two rak'at short. We already mentioned it is not permissible to talk when the Jum'ah khutbah is going on. It is not permissible to talk when the Jum'ah khutbah is going on. Allah said in the Quran, وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنْصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ When the Quran is being read, then listen to it carefully so that you may be given mercy. When the khutbah is going on and the ayat are being recited and the hadith are being recited, you must listen attentively. Attentively. Listen carefully. وَقَالْ مَنْ قَالَ صَحْ فَقَدْ لَغَى وَمَنْ لَغَى فَلَا جُمْعَةَ لَهَ And you're not allowed to talk to anyone. You're not allowed to even talk and tell people off and tell them to be quiet. Everybody should be quiet in the first place. No talking is allowed during the Jum'ah. وَيَجُوزُ لِلْإِمَامِ أَنْ يُكَلِّمَ بَعْضَ الْمَأْمُومِينَ حَالَ الْخُطْبَةِ وَيَجُوزُ لِغَيْرِهِ أَنْ يُكَلِّمَهُ لِمَصْلَحَةِ During the khutbah, we said it is not allowed to talk. But if there is some real need to talk to the imam during the khutbah, it's allowed. Imagine, for example, the imam is giving a khutbah and imagine he's quoting an ayah and he's completely stuck, he forgot. He's completely stuck and he's forgotten the ayah. And he's trying and he's trying and he's stuck. In the middle of a khutbah, maybe it happens. And he can't remember. So now it's allowed for someone to just quietly nudge him and give him the ayah. Give him a couple of words just to remind him. That's allowed because now that is for the benefit of the khutbah. So something which is directly for the benefit, you could do. Like that example there. Imagine the imam's giving a khutbah in the middle of it. He gets completely stuck. He just goes blank on an ayah. He's trying to quote it, but he keeps getting stuck, keeps getting stuck. So after a while, he notices he's stuck and he's looking around, like looking to see if somebody can aid him on it. And you're allowed to just whisper it to him, just say it quietly. He can hear you and he can carry on then. So something like that, like some sort of necessity, it's allowed. Same, the imam can talk to the people. If the imam got completely stuck, he can say who will remind me of the ayah, for example. And somebody might know it and they can tell him then. That's allowed. Again, it's for the maslaha of the khutbah. He's allowed to say it. Mm. It can still be done if it is for the benefit. If it is for the benefit, then it can be done. So it's permissible to talk. لِأَنَّ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عليه وسلم كَلَّمَ سَائِلًا وَكَلَّمَهُ هُوَ وَتَكَرَّرَ ذَلِكَ فِي عِدَّةِ وَقَائِعَ فَلَّمَ فِيهَا رَسُولُ اللَّهُ عليه وسلم بَعْضَ الصَّحَابَ وَكَلَّمُوهُ حَالَ الْخُطْبَةِ حَالَ الْخُطْبَةِ فِيمَا فِيهِ مَصْلَحَةَ وَتَعَلُّمْ وَلِأَنَّ ذَلِكَ لَا يَشْغَلْ عَنْ سَمَاعِ الْخُطْبَةِ 
There are many narrations the Shaykh says where this happened. In the khutbah, the Prophet spoke to one of the companions or some of the companions and they spoke to him. For something that was directly for the benefit of the khutbah, not just anything, for the khutbah. Something of the benefit of the khutbah, of the jum'ah. There are narrations of when the Prophet spoke to somebody. So if the Imam gets stuck, he's allowed to say, who can remember, tell me, for example. And somebody could tell him. That kind of thing is possible for the benefit of the khutbah. In the khutbah, you're not supposed to talk generally. What if you hear the Prophet's name? Are you allowed to say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Are you allowed to say? So you can talk, that means? You'll be talking if you do that. Are you allowed to say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? When you hear the name of the Prophet? So the scholars, they say, it is allowed. Quietly, though. So quiet that even the person doesn't really hear you next to you. Just say it to yourself. Quietly you say it to yourself. Quietly you say it to yourself. When you hear the name of the Prophet Very quietly. Even the people around you, they don't hear your voice. Only just you hear yourself. You just hear yourself quietly. Just say it to yourself. That is allowed. But you don't say it loud so that everybody starts hearing. Just quietly you can just hear yourself saying it. That is allowed. What if the Imam is making some type of dua in the khutbah? Are you allowed to say Ameen? Mm. Yeah. Same thing. Again, you can say it quietly to yourself. The Imam is making some type of dua in the khutbah. You're allowed to say Amin to it, but without raising your voice. Without raising your voice. Shaykh uh, al Islam ibn Taymiyyah said, Rafa' al Saud, Quddam al Khatib. Raising your voice, raising your voice in front of the khatib is makruh, or as some of them say, haram in the first place altogether. ولا يرفع المؤذن ولا غيره صوته بصلاة ولا غيرها. So nobody should be raising their voice during the khutbah, even if you say Sallallahu Alaihi Muhammad, if you're doing the salah or salam or amin, you say it quietly to yourself. Sheikh says nowadays, يلاحظ أن هذا الذي نبه عليه الشيخ لا يزال موجودا في بعض الأمصار. In some countries, some places, when the Imam says the Prophet's name, you hear them loud. صلى الله عليه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم. Loud and everybody can hear them saying it. Sheikh says that's not how you do it in Jum'ah khutbah. In Jum'ah khutbah, you don't all start saying it loud. He said quietly only to yourself, quietly. Not loud, everybody can be heard saying it. So in the khutbah that should not be done out loud like that. So when you walk in like we were saying before and the khutbah is going on, should you say assalamu alaikum when you walk into the mosque? You should not. You should not say assalamu alaikum when you walk into the mosque. Just walk in quietly, pray your tahayt al-masjid and sit down. You don't say assalamu alaikum when you walk in there. Because everybody is listening to khutbah, so do not disturb them with the salam at that time. Also, it is not allowed to mess around and fidget during the khutbah. You can't be messing around doing this and this and on your arms and here your beard or anything. You can't be messing about during the khutbah. Fidgeting and messing about is not allowed. 
ولا يجوز له العبث حال الخطبه بيد او رجل او لحيه او ثوب او غير ذلك with your hand or your leg or your beard or anything you can't be messing around during the prayer that is uh, during the khutbah during the khutbah you have to sit carefully quietly and listen don't fidget around or move around and mess around it is not allowed during the khutbah also la yanbaghi lahu an yaltafit yaminan wa shimalan you should not be looking around and keep fidgeting this way and looking that way you shouldn't in the khutbah you should just listen carefully and look at the khatib that's it no messing around in the khutbah wa idha atasa fa innahu yahmadu allah sirran bainahu wa bain nafsihi if you sneeze in the khutbah what do you do <coughs> alhamdulillah but just quietly to yourself because other people you can't make them say alhamdulillah in the khutbah no one can talk so just quietly to yourself alhamdulillah just to yourself when you sneeze so in the khutbah you have to be very careful it is not allowed to talk during the khutbah what about before the khutbah then it's allowed it's not prohibited then after the khutbah again it's allowed it's not prohibited then between the two khutbahs then it's allowed too because it's not the khutbah between the two khutbahs is a silence but even then if you talk it should only be something of necessity and benefit to the khutbah not just anything if you really need to say something for the benefit and the necessity of the khutbah then okay Hmm, that's possible. That that's possible. That could be like one of the possible things, because of the squeeze in the middle when the imam is sitting, then it's possible you could give a sign. That's possible. Somebody who is in charge of the mosque has that responsibility, not to anybody. If you have that responsibility, or it's organized amongst you that one person take that responsibility, have a look in the middle of the khutbah when he sits and you see if it's getting squashed everywhere, make a, a signal. That's possible, inshallah. In the middle, yeah. Because in the middle, that isn't part of the khutbah. That middle section is a break. During the khutbah, you shouldn't do it. When he's talking, then don't make any signals, nothing. In that middle part, it's possible. A quick signal. Possible, inshallah. Because that middle part is a break between the khutbahs. So, uh, that, that is possible in the middle part. Why would you want to do that? No, but why would you want to do that? No, but you only ask a question that is relevant. If it's not relevant and nobody's going to do it, then what's the purpose of asking it? Well, they shouldn't. Why are they standing? They should not be standing. When you come into the mosque, you pray to Hayatul Masjid and you sit down. No, they shouldn't. Why are they standing? They should come, pray to Hayatul Masjid and sit down. They should not be standing. There is no reason to stand. That's not the sunnah. There's no examples of that. You come in, you sit down and you listen to the imam. So they shouldn't be standing. Why are they standing? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. If they have some medical problem, they can't sit down, that's different. And they can't find a chair or something. Some reason. But just to stand, you just want to stand for no reason, makes no sense. You come in, you pray to Hayat al-Masjid, then you sit down. Not standing at the back. That's not right. Hmm. Um, we'll have to examine. I don't recall. The ghusl and those types of rulings, they say definitely after Fajr. The recitation, I believe, again, it's going to be the actual day of Friday, but we can double check. Perhaps, perhaps they allow the night. But from what I remember, it is the day of Friday. Hmm. Also, in this, we've heard those who come during the khutbah. Uh-huh. 
No, no, at that time there is nothing, no sunnah to say anything. When the Imam sits down in between the two khutbas, there is no sunnah to make any dua or any supplication, nothing. Children like these ages, you can't remove them. If they come early, they take the first row, they stay there. Young, one, two-year-old babies and things, then maybe you want to go to the edges better. But the five, seven, eight, nine, ten, these kids now, they come early on Friday, mashallah, they make the effort, and they come and take the first row spaces, it's theirs. Elders can't come and say, you move. Sheikh al he said, don't do that. So these kids now, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, no problem. If they come early, they take this row, it's theirs. Oh, we'll have to, have to. If they don't have wudu, then you can't kick them out. But they need to have wudu. If they come with wudu, 6, 8, 8, 9, 10, all you kids, you come in Juma early, you get the first row, it's yours. Uncles can't move you. Uncle comes, tell him, I'm sorry, you're late. Tell him, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know about that, but the evidences about the first row, they're definitely everywhere. Evidences about coming to the first row is the highest reward. Closest to the Imam, I don't know, but the first row obviously is the closest to the Imam anyway. So there are many evidences about the first row, so you should come to sit in the first row. Don't know. On Friday, some scholars say after Asr, some scholars say other times, on Friday, that's all we know. We don't know definitely otherwise. Many of the scholars say after Asr, some say one hour before Maghrib, but we don't know definite. Okay, we'll have to conclude there today. We'll have to conclude just uh, slightly short. But inshallah ta'ala, we'll carry on next week uh, in the next section of the Jumu'ah. The next Jumu'ah part. So remember these things, these are important, the Jumu'ah ones. No talking, no messing about in Jumu'ah when you come. Kids, when you come, don't go sit at the back. Look, uh, look at the what did you say hmm? Allah, we, we, haven't, we haven't got to it yet huh? it's going to refute to me huh? no, I, think, I think I look straight ahead huh? inshallah we'll come to those sections next week no look the kids kids don't mess about when it's Jum'ah you come, the parents need to take responsibility. Every week I see them sitting at the back. Five or six, seven, eight, all in the corners. That's not good. The parents who bring these kids, adults, keep them next to you in the rows. You come with your kids, keep your kids in the row next to you. Here, two, two on each side. Don't let your kids go and sit in the back in the corner. You lot shouldn't be sat in the corner. Next now, from Fridays, nobody sitting in the corners over there. When you come, you sit in the rows and not together. You sit mixed up in the rows with your, with your adults and the parents all mixed up. Nobody sit on the edge and the back anymore. So that's not allowed because uh, there they'll be talking and you mess about and things like that. So when you come, the adults who bring kids, keep them with you in the row next to you. Don't let them go and say, okay, go sit where you want. And everybody else, come and line up in the rows, no coming in and out, no walking around. When you come in, you sit down and you listen, that's it. Mm. Alas, we'll carry on next week, inshallah.